What's going on, guys? Welcome to July's episode of Plus Club, the show where we play the games offered on PlayStation Plus throughout the month, and at the end of the month, we talk about them like a book club. My name's Seth, and joining me today is Chevy. Chevy, we just got back from vacation. That's why this Plus Club is delayed by like a day or so. Uh, how are you feeling? Are you feeling ref- refreshed after, uh, you know, chilling for a little bit? And are you ready to talk about the games we played this month, which were Alan Wake, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, and Endling Extinction is forever. I'm so happy not to say all those names again. Um, <laughs> doing okay. Uh, I don't know if refresh is the right word. I uh, I mentally definitely needed it. I am physically exhausted, though, because we did not sleep a lot during vacation, and I have yet to get a good night's sleep coming back either. So I'm yeah. tired in that regard. And it sucks, too, because, and I'm not complaining because I love filming and, and stuff but uh <laughs> not being able to film while we're gone and then coming back and having to cram to film all these Catch things up, yeah. and then we also did uh for anybody who hadn't hasn't watched it uh we did a reaction to final fantasy's new expansion final fantasy 14 which is uh dawn trail so uh that was not planned but we we're like we should probably talk about that so we did so uh yeah we're doing a lot of filming uh right after coming back and so it's not really helping with the whole getting sleep thing yeah but uh once we get these knocked out uh we can get back to a normal schedule until the end of august where we'll be doing it all over again what were you gonna say Uh, i was just gonna say it's endless struggle yeah yeah 100 um yeah well that's good i feel pretty good after vacation um i gotta hit the gym hard though because i uh really indulged in uh everything when uh, we were on vacation so uh, i need to get back on track in terms of uh yeah, diet and all that stuff um but yeah really excited to talk about these games and uh we got some really interesting ones to talk about but before we talk about the games we played in july let's talk about the games we will be playing in august and as of recording these games are out which is kind of crazy timing because typically doesn't work that way a lot of times because the way they do it it's like a week after uh, the month has started that we even get access to these games. Uh, but the games in August are, uh, was that PGA 2K23? Is that what it's called? I'm not 100% sure. The, it's just says 2K23 in the uh, picture. But maybe. PGA Tour. PGA Tour 2K23. It's a golf game. Uh, then we got Dreams, and then we got Death's Door. Um, in case anybody doesn't know, obviously one's a golf game. Death Store is a top-down Zelda-style combat, old-school Zelda. Um, I don't know if it was a roguelite or not, but uh, I actually bought this a while back when it came out and played a little bit. And then uh, Dreams is a uh, creative engine where you make uh, games and experiences and share them with people to be able to uh, experience them themselves. Uh, what do you think about the games in August? Um, I don't know what Death's Door is, but uh, it's an action game. Probably the one I'm I'm most interested in trying, just because it's the the biggest question mark for me. Um, golf, you know, I don't mind playing golf games, though. Uh, I kind of hate the direction a lot of them are going in, where the multiplayer just kind of all happens at the same time and with no character on the screen. It's a really bizarre to me, um, but. I mean, I guess they're going for more of an efficient uh, a means of, of playing uh, and taking less time. Uh, Dreams, uh, I bought. So, uh, you know, looking forward to revisiting it. I haven't touched it since PS4, so um, it has been a while. Yeah. Um, I already own two of these games, 
and I played both of them when they came out and haven't played them really since. So it'll be really interesting to return to Dreams, mostly to see what people have created. I'm going to have, hopefully, fun uh, checking out what uh, people with... um, experience with the with the game now have created what kind of experiences um i'll uh, be able to uh, check out uh, will be exciting hopefully uh i know for a while there there's some very impressive stuff coming out of dreams and i'm sure it's only gotten even better uh death's door i'll be interested in returning to as well that's a game that i kind of just bought on a whim because i heard good things about it i think there's like an indie sale or something that was happening i played it for a little bit and i was like yeah i got higher priority games to play so um it'll be cool to uh have to play it and uh and see uh, how I like it. And then, yeah, I'm on the same page when it comes to golf games. Um, I'm not, like, clamoring to play them ever, but I never hate them either. Uh, golf is a, a pretty uh, pretty fun uh, game in general. So uh, as long as the mechanics of this game work and uh, well and uh, the controls are decent and doesn't have any weird systems like when we did the multiplayer in the last golf game we played um i'm sure it'll be, be fun so we'll see hopefully it has a multiplayer that's uh fun um but yeah overall i think this is uh just kind of calling out i think it's gonna be a pretty decent month but uh and everything here is not high impact either like uh, nothing's a big investment here death stores just a little action game indie game dreams is a game where you get as much out of it as you want whether you want to really create crazy stuff or just kind of experience other people's stuff and then golf's golf you can play a couple couple rounds or whatever the fuck they're called and uh and just get as much out of you want so yeah looking forward to it and uh we'll see how these pair with our randomly picked game of the month in august as well which quick reminder we'll be discussing final fantasy 16 tomorrow uh spoiler i haven't beaten the game so i will be reviewing it from uh the point of view of somebody who has played it and has plenty to say on it but uh, I have not beaten it, so uh, I am disappointed that we can't have that conversation, but um, that will be coming tomorrow, so if you want to know our thoughts on Final Fantasy 16, look forward to that and our pick for Game of the Month for August, which uh, we are catching up on as well with all the delays on the channel. We're making up for it, though. Um, okay, so let's jump into the games we played, which again were Alan Wake, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, and Endling Extinction is Forever. Now, let's start off... I. I'm just going to say with Endling, Extinction is forever. If you didn't get a chance to play, Endling, Extinction is forever. I'm so sick of saying that already. Uh, it is a side-scrolling survival game where you play as the last mother fox of three. I think it's three, right? Three or four? It's four. It's four baby foxes. Uh, and basically, you're trying to keep them alive in a uh, ever-deteriorating world. Uh, that has been uh, just destroyed and polluted and uh, yeah, you're running around scavenging for things to keep them fed uh, you can't stay out of your den for too long there's all sorts of threats that attack you and uh, yeah the story's pushed forward when one of your uh, what's a baby fox's name I'm pretty sure they're cubs aren't they are they cubs are they pups, pups maybe one of your one of your chicken puppies gets fucking stolen and uh, you're trying to figure out where they went and yeah, it's a 2D perspective survival game, though. Uh, it involves going down a lot of different paths, searching for things, and avoiding uh, obstacles and uh, and threats. We both played it. And how about you start us off with your general impressions of Endling Extinction is Forever in July? Um, 
Well, uh, going into it, I had didn't really know what I was getting into, so uh, it was pretty much a big surprise for me playing it. Uh, you know, and then when it starts off and you're you're kind of running towards your uh, burrow, I suppose it'd be called. Uh, <clears throat> this whole like you know scene of the forest burning down and stuff like that uh, was uh, interesting, but it kind of. I don't know. Once I got to the point of actually like you know playing past just the the running cinematic part and you're you're uh, hunting for food and then you know occasionally getting hints to to look for your pup, um, it, I, every day in the game just kind of felt the same. And I had, didn't really have a lot of drive to like continue playing it. Uh, I I kind of like what they were trying to do with it, but I just don't think it was grabbing me very well. Um, yeah, I don't really have very many deep thoughts on it. It was very basic, uh, in, in, you know, game, the gameplay, uh, aspect of it, but it is, you know, more of an experience game. Uh, yeah. What'd you think of the art style? What'd you think of the story? Uh, and obviously you just said that the gameplay wasn't compelling enough for you to continue playing, but, um, yeah, there, there so it was fine. And the story the little bit i saw of it uh i mean it was a it was a kidnapped fox so i i don't really have a lot to go on there other than you know you go further and further out and follow these hints of this big dude you know carrying the pup around so big old nerd um yeah fair enough i can probably offer a little bit more than that but not a whole lot more because the game is a pretty simple game um my first thoughts going into the game as soon as it started but even before i played the game I was under the suspicion that this game is going to be a little heavy-handed and on the nose with uh, the subject matter and uh, what it's trying to convey here. And uh, I did think it came off a little, um, a little too heavy-handed in terms of the you know the environment's fucked, people fuck the environment up. It's the last fox ever, which is just seems you know I'll, I get the messaging, but it's just like okay, we get it. It's it's trying really hard to be dramatic and sad, and because it was so uh, heavy with that, um, it didn't work for me because it was it, it wasn't subtle in any way. That being said, when I played it, my suspicions were correct. When I when I played it, the story instantly starts off just being really dramatic. You fall off a cliff, you get hurt, you're limping around. Um, Luckily, the little fox uh, pups are adorable, um, and so uh, the design um, at least was uh, effective there, um, especially when they're following you around and they're growing. Um, that uh, That's a cool little detail. When it comes to the gameplay, this feels like this War of Mine light, in my opinion, without the uh, choices that happen in this War of Mine, but the scavenging aspect where you have to go out and look for stuff in a certain amount of time and get back. Um, and when I mean light, I mean very light. You essentially leave your den uh, during the day. You have a time limit that's going down or hunger limit or whatever the hell is happening there. And you go left or right. And then when you keep going right, you follow scents. You find uh, like rabbits and fish. Um, I always banked on the fish because those are the easiest to find. They're there more often than anything else. Um and then when you find junctions in your path, you can take other paths. So the map is actually 3D. Everything's 3D, but because of the 2D perspective, your paths are always from a 2D perspective. And so that's an interesting um, 
decision they made, but um, I don't know if I really enjoyed it a whole lot in terms of kind of what something you touched on was the repetition. Every day eventually starts feeling the same. You go out, you go down different paths. Eventually, I'm just like memorizing all the paths and uh, I'm like, I'm going to check here again, check here again. Um, and then you slowly progress the story um, by finding key elements that, that push uh, uh, the story forward when you find uh, where this big guy's been and who he's interacting with, stuff like that. Um, but the story didn't really mean much for me. So it didn't really, wasn't a big driving factor. Um, yeah, so gameplay is okay but gets old very fast there's not a whole lot to it um it's a lot of just choosing your paths being time efficient and hoping to find uh, things to uh, keep you and your uh, pups satiated uh, in this post-apocalyptic seeming world um the art style is fine uh, like i said the pups are cute um uh, everything about the world is is decent looking and as an indie game it's 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 pretty cool. It's it's a it's a neat enough idea. I still think it's effective enough in terms of the gameplay. It's very heavy handed in the in the narrative, which I already went over, um, and that's definitely where you can tell the inspiration came from when they made this game. And I think the gameplay came second because it's a very very minimal and light survival game, um, and it doesn't need to be like hardcore. But uh, there's not enough gameplay mechanics to keep me invested and the story wasn't effective for me. So I wasn't invested in that either. So basically uh, you have a okay game here that um, I likely will not come back to play. I did not beat this, um, but it, I put a, a, like an hour or two into it. Um, and uh, yeah, I basically was driven to play it further because of my interest in having this conversation for this show. Um, but that it didn't do much for me. But um, it's not bad. It's just, uh, as a game, not something I was driven to want to play. But, yeah. Overall, it was fine. You have anything else to say before we jump into recommendations? Okay, so who would you recommend it to? Uh, if you're into uh, lightly uh, survival games into uh action adventure games uh indie games that tell story through visual effects uh you know games where you play as an animal uh doing animal things essentially um a little bit of puzzle in there as well like mm -hmm. avoiding traps and trying to figure out how to to get into things and whatnot problem solving yeah, yeah. um that's about all i got if you like, um, what's the word for it? They have a whole section for uh, for at the Game Awards, but uh, like Games for Thought or whatever games the hell they call impact. them. Impact, yeah. If you if you like games that are trying to have like a message, uh, you might enjoy this. If uh, you're unlike me and just accept a a very heavy handed story like this. Um, you you probably appreciate this game. Um, if you like uh, indie games in general, I, we always kind of mention that sometimes, but um, there, it, it definitely is an indie game, and some people really just enjoy playing the newest indie games or indie games they haven't touched yet. I would recommend this to you for sure. Um, I don't know if you said this or not, but if you like 
games where he plays animals. Mm-hmm. I think you said that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Stray. I feel like if you played Stray and you want to play another game where you're playing as an animal, uh, I would second that recommendation because uh, though it's not as good as Stray, um, it uh, it gives you a unique perspective that I think is something worth experiencing for sure. Um, outside of that, though, I mean, like if you're into specific genres, this probably doesn't match up with a lot of those. So you better really want to play a sad fox game. Otherwise, I don't know if it's going to do much for you. So, yeah. Um, all right. So let's grade it. Um, I'll go first. Uh, I'm torn between uh, grading it for the accomplishment effort they put into the game, but also my lack of wanting to play it. So, um, I don't know. I'm going to go with like a really, really light B minus, um, because the game's not bad. It's not bad and it looks fine and it's an indie game. So it's a small dev, but I do think the story is, um, a bit too dramatic. And I think, um, the gameplay is not enough. Uh, and so when both elements that they need, uh, to make me want to play the game are both kind of like meh, um, all I can do is kind of just go like, yeah, you guys, you guys had a vision and you nailed it and that deserve deserves points. But gameplay wise, I'd probably give this a C I'm giving it a B minus because I, I do think they executed on their idea. Uh, well, they did it fine. So it's, it's not a bad game. It's just not, not for me. So light B minus almost a C plus. Yeah. Um, I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's fine out of 10, also known as a B minus, I'd say. All right. Two B minuses for Endling Extinction is Forever, which is pretty decent for an indie game. So, uh, yeah, let us know in the comments what you guys think of Endling Extinction is Forever. Uh, what were some of the elements of the game that stood out to you? Did you like the gameplay? Did you like the story? Maybe you did like the story. And if you did, you know, no, no argument needed there. Just uh, tell me what you liked about it. And, uh, yeah, let me know everything you think about in the comments below when it comes to Endling Extinction is forever. And, uh, yeah. Let's move on to the next game we played, which was Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. If you didn't get a chance to play Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, it's Call of Duty, right? So if you know what Call of Duty, you don't have to play a Call of Duty. If you know what Call of Duty is, which I'm sure you do if you're watching this channel, uh, it's Call of Duty. Uh, Call of Duties are uh, campaigns, single-player campaigns. Unless uh, you have the rare moment of uh, Black Ops 3. Was it 3 that had the co-op campaign? I don't remember. That was uh, that was pretty cool. Wish they would do that again. Uh, you get a campaign. You get multiplayer where you verse people. And then you get uh, some kind of zombies or survival mode. And this game is no different. This game uh, is based during the Cold War. And it is uh, attached to the Black Ops storyline that has been made famous by Treyarch's Black Ops games. Um it has a single-player campaign where um, you get to go on different missions that you pick and uh, play out through uh, different story uh, parts of the of the game and experience different things. You got multiplayer where uh, it's trying to be more of the traditional Call of Duties where it's more run-and-gun as opposed to the Modern Warfare games lately that are trying to slow down combat a bit. And then you have a Zombies mode that has... Uh, changed a bit since other zombie modes where this one you go through and then you extract um which is a different thing than we're used to um 
we both played it, and uh, I will go first when it comes to this game. Uh, I bought this game when it came out, and I didn't want to buy it. I uh, I remember looking at it and going, eh, it's not really for me. It was originally, real quick in case you don't know this, this game was being developed by Sledgehammer, which is one of three uh, devs that work on Call of Duty. You got Treyarch, Infinity Ward, and Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer is known for making the most okay Call of Duties. They don't make great ones. They don't make bad ones. They just make okay Call of Duties. They were working on this, and then for some reason they were pulled off the project, and the project was given to Treyarch, um, and they had to complete the uh, development of the game. And so um, that was already a red flag for me before I picked up the game. Josh talked me into buying it. I bought it, played it back then, and uh, got my fill, uninstalled it pretty quickly. Coming back to it, I wanted to give it um, a, a good try again, so I did go and play all of the modes. I played the multiplayer, which I'm not a fan of this Call of Duty's multiplayer. One of the reasons is it it the maps the maps aren't designed very well in this. They look fine. The engine's great, so this game doesn't look bad, but uh, the map designs and uh, layouts are not my favorite. Uh, the guns all feel minimal in their recoil and uh, and punch to them like the the ttk in this game time to kill is not my preference um and in a world where call of duty has now turned into a game where you can like mount up on stuff and uh have like a tactical run and it just feels uh more tactical with uh, the modern warfare games i do think this game kind of felt like it took a uh sloppy uh, stumbly step backwards and so the multiplayer in this is definitely not my favorite um, I remember uh, when I originally played it I was running around just hip firing with a shotgun and I was getting like insane amounts of kills um, and so uh, yeah it just feel, feels felt and feels uh, really unbalanced but yeah I played it for a little bit and uh, it was fine I played the campaign and um at first, I was like, okay, maybe this is where they put the work in. Because once it got handed over to Treyarch, they were probably like, okay, take whatever Sledgehammer's working on and turn it into a Black Ops. Because we know that'll sell. And so Treyarch probably wanted to take some pride in you know adding something to their Black Ops lineup. Uh, probably worked pretty hard on that to make sure it matches up. But um, when I started playing it, I, I noticed there was a quality to it in some ways. But then I got to one of the early missions in the game. Um, and there's a lot of like really cheap feeling set pieces, things that happen really quick. Physics seem off. Um, everything feels like it's in fast forward, which is kind of something Treyarch's always been known for when it comes to their campaigns. But this feels a little more um, like they just kind of made it quickly. Um, for instance, uh, in the mission that I'm thinking of, um, I, you like fly around in a, in a helicopter. You probably gonna see it in this footage, but, uh, it was so simple. You're just flying around shooting buildings. They're blowing up. Things are coming at you. You shoot them. They blow up. Everything's just blowing up. And I started kind of spacing out during this. Wasn't really paying attention, but when you land, um, there's a part where, uh, all these, I think it's a Viet Cong, uh, are attacking you and two other dudes. And I just kind of stood there 
and they were shooting at me and they were missing me nonstop. And when they hit me, uh, I barely took damage. And then one of the NPCs was standing next to me and he had his gun just held to his chest like this. And I was like, oh, he must be like hiding behind a rock. But when he started shooting, he was just shooting from his chest like that. And it was just ridiculous looking. So little things like that just kind of showed me that they didn't really take their time with this uh, campaign. And um, I, I I didn't expect much from it anyway because I've been calling this game ever since it came out a Franken-Cod. It's, it was developed by one dev and handed off to another dev. And so I think they did as best as they could with what Activision made them do. But you do see um, inconsistencies more often with this game than I would uh, like to see in a Call of Duty. Um, so yeah, campaign is fine, but uh, definitely has some glaring inconsistent issues and lack of design. I mean, like some people really complain about Call of Duty feeling like in campaigns you're just kind of like walking through set pieces and getting escorted and shooting stuff. This game really feels like that. It's very egregious. So yeah, uh, multiplayer is fine, but I, I don't think the maps are that great and the guns don't feel great. The campaign is fine, but uh, has a lot of inconsistencies. Um, this might be blasphemous for some people, but I know a lot of people really like the zombies mode in this. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of it either, uh, but it's probably the strongest part of the game, in my opinion. Um, it's classic Treyarch zombies, except for the formula is a little different. Um, but the maps are, I don't think are, are designed that well. They seem really basic. It, and you could argue like all the zombie maps are pretty basic, I guess, but there's like all these like little details in the older zombies maps that were like really interesting, all these secrets, all this fun stuff. Um, maybe this game has it and spend enough time to really find all that stuff or really see anybody who's been playing the game for a long time. Show me any of that stuff. But it, it really just kind of felt like we we're walking down a hallway um, shooting zombies and then walking down the next part of the hallway. It felt less like open and like you're opening rooms and running back and forth and finding all the stuff out. It, it just kind of felt like we we're just kind of going through the motions till the end of the mission. And uh, it kind of felt uninspired. Um, also, the egregious, gigantic Doritos ad uh, in the map, which I get Call of Duty partners with Doritos and does the code XP stuff. Um, so it makes sense it's in the game, but it just like really kind of took me out of this game or any game, just seeing a giant Doritos billboard uh, right there in front of me when I'm shooting zombies. It just seems kind of ridiculous. So, yeah. Um, overall, um, the game is okay, but definitely not, not even top 50. Teen Call of Duties, like I, I don't know. It's it's in terms of Call of Duty, it's not that great. Um, but I try to be understanding because I understand where it came from when it comes to the development. But um, Activision has the resources to make sure that doesn't happen, and so I don't want to give them too much excuses because if you're if you're gonna uh, not give anyone too much excuses, too much room for excuses, it should be someone like Activision because they are at the tippy top of. Uh, being AAA, and so um, regardless of the situation with uh, them switching out Sledgehammer and Treyarch, which I think was a bad idea, um, it, it, it really kind of shows in the final product, and this does feel like a forgettable uh, Call of Duty that um, I'm going to be happy to forget 
all over again because I did before this month and I'm going to do it again. So, uh, yeah, definitely not my favorite Call of Duty. Um, I guess just some perspective real quick. Uh, I don't play these games uh, and I have almost no interest in multiplayer uh, competitively. So I only played the story uh, when I played this. Uh, so take that as you will. So no multiplayer, no zombies. Yeah, zero okay. interest in either of those. Um, so uh, that being said, uh, I can't tell the difference between one game or another when it comes to Call of Duty. Um, I just know that you pick up gun, you shoot at people, uh, mm -hmm. and lots of Michael Bay stuff happens, and that's exactly what I got playing through the story. Um, you know, it's based in a time where you know Vietnam was happening, and uh, people are definitely dressed the part uh, as far as their, their caricatures are with the guy with the leather jackets and the sunglasses and stuff in the beginning. Um, you know, it, it plays, you know, as I expected, you know, uh, it like no complaints there at all. Like Call of Duty plays good, but uh, I I don't have a, really like a deep knowledge to like the way you were kind of breaking down how each game feels to each other. I can't tell the difference. Yeah, so, I, I play every Call of Duty, so. Um, so, yeah, it kind of hit all the beats I thought it would uh, do. Uh, the one thing I thought that was kind of interesting is after one or two missions, I can't remember, um, you get the safe house or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Then you kind of wander in, and it's got the mission board, and you can go to different missions, collect clues to be able to unlock other missions and stuff like that, um, which I thought was kind of a neat idea. I also thought... The idea was neat. The execution was like fine, but yeah, I didn't play long enough. It to was play with it, so. it was one of the one of the only times in recent COD memory that I was like, oh, they're trying something different when it comes to the story. Yeah, um, and, and that kind of stuff's neat. I like experimentation. Uh, it kind of breaks from the monotony a little bit of making an annual game. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I have a whole lot more to add. Uh, I played the first mission second mission first mission we're chasing the person i think it's the first mission uh twice on accident because uh you get to a point where dude's talking to soldiers like by a helicopter and you're supposed to take a sniper rifle and pop shot at him and my first shot i missed and i wasn't happy with it so uh, i wanted to reload the checkpoint and i reloaded the mission <laughs> hmm and had to start from the beginning of it again. So I got a chance to try two guns from the, the trunk of the vehicle. Um, I couldn't tell you the difference between them. They both you know, shot lots of bullets. So um, it felt pretty much the same to me. Uh, let's see. Uh, it definitely looks uh, decent, but it is, like you said, uh, it is pinnacle of AAA. So it's going to look good. I, I have a problem with that look like I, when I when I grade this i i have to acknowledge that the game just looks good because all call of duties look good graphically yeah, yeah. to the point where i can't give them praise for the graphics because the engine's established already right so like because i'm looking at the game I'm like yeah, it looks good but then i see these npcs acting stupid and every single area that you get into a firefight is just uh dudes just standing there waiting for you to enter the room and start shooting at you or dudes who run into the room and get behind the same cover and start shooting at you there's no dynamic ai there's no dynamic situations happening and so sorry i'm just fucking on a tangent now but like um uh the graphics the graphics are good but like at what like 
when the design is below what I would expect from almost anybody else um, in terms of first-person shooters, uh, the gra- who gives a fuck about the graphics? Um, and the set pieces are done well enough too, but like, um, it's just it just feels so minimal gameplay-wise. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, I was just thinking about the graphics no, and how like they I, don't even they don't even fucking matter in this <laughs> scenario because they they Call of Duty's already achieved good graphics. They, these guys just starting a Call of Duty on this engine uh, were guaranteed good graphics, so it's not really a. So anyway, sorry. Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot that I didn't play the other modes, so um, yeah. Things go boom, gun go boom. So that's pretty much what I got out of it. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's jump into recommendations, unless you have anything else to say. Uh, if you like Call of Duty, I would lightly recommend you play this, unless there are people who think this game is really good, right? There's there's just the divide. You either don't like this game or you like it. That's what I've gotten from anybody who talked about this game. Uh, there are people who swear by it and they love it, and there are people who like me who just don't like it. I'm one of those people, blah, 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 blah. But if you haven't played this and you have it, you can download it, and you got the space on your hard drive, 175 gigs, uh, and you never played this, download it and check it out if you're a Call of Duty fan or if you're a shooter fan, or I'll get to that in a sec. Um, it's it's worth checking out, and you might like it, but um, you also might not like it. But it's a Call of Duty on PlayStation Plus. I mean, kind of speaks to the Call of Duty because we don't really get a whole lot of like modern Call of Duties released on PlayStation Plus. Um, so it kind of says something, but it's there. And uh, if you're into Call of Duty, competitive shooter zombie mode, shooters stuff like that definitely check it out um if you like first person shooters uh that are that have uh you know triple a story modes i would like lightly recommend this to you um i don't think they put as much time into it as they could have but it's a competent uh good looking story driven first person shooter if you like multiplayer first person shooters uh it's call of duty so yeah, play it, but there's better ones out there in my opinion, but it's competent and has set the standard for a long time on what to expect from first-person shooters and that this came out on PlayStation Plus, might as well play it because you're going to get a lot of gameplay out of it if you like it. Um, and then if you like uh, zombie shooters, uh, wave-based shooters, survival modes, um, wave modes, horde modes, stuff like that, it's got zombies. And so... Um, you probably already know that, but you know, just recommending it on that. It's competent. It works just fine. Um, here's a recommendation that I'm going to throw out there. That's personal to me. Uh, if you are interested in Vietnam and you are wanting Vietnam games, cause they don't really make them anymore. This is a modern game that has modern Vietnam segments. Uh, so if you are one of those people, uh, who, who's looking for those, um, I remember, months ago i was uh, uh listening to a lot of audiobooks about vietnam and i'm like where's all the vietnam video games because there used to be a lot back in the day and the, like the last big one i forgot who made it uh came out in, like 2017 right so like we don't really get a whole lot of vietnam games um so if you're somebody who's looking for that uh this is like the only modern game that has vietnam segments in it so uh, i would play it or recommend it uh to anybody who's looking for that because i know it's kind of a niche market nowadays it's amazing how World War II uh, is still being made, but nobody will make a Vietnam game. Probably the subject matter, I guess, but all war is uh, not good. So, um, yeah. So if you're looking for a Vietnam game, there's Vietnam stuff here. Um, it's not great, but it's there. Um, 
it's Call of Duty. I don't know, man. Like if you if you like shooters, check it out. If you're not into shooters, this isn't going to change your mind, and it's not going to change your mind on Call of Duty because um, it's it's just Call of Duty. It's not it's not a, a a great one either. But that's my opinion. What recommendations you got? Uh, I think you pretty much covered it. You, okay, it is what it is. So. All right, uh, so I did my impressions first, so go ahead and grade it. Okay. Um, I mean, similarly to the last game, I think it's okay. Um, I I don't really have a good basis in which to uh, have a strong opinion on it, so uh, I'm going to give it a very um, casual and ignorant B-. minus. That's fair. Um, because I do regularly play play call of duty um i'm gonna be pretty strict with this i'm gonna give it a c um it's obviously a good looking game but i've already kind of prefaced that i've been building up to this it's a good looking game so i'm not docking at points for the graphics but with those graphics i don't think they achieved a whole lot other than that um, it's to be expected the game's going to look good, but there's a lot of like inconsistencies in the campaign on how uh, certain NPCs act, um, lack of creativity in terms of mission structure. There's the set pieces you expect, but that's not that's not special anymore for Call of Duty. And Call of Duty has done better uh, recently compared to this game, in my opinion. Um, the zombies mode is not the best it's ever been. It does feel kind of uh, vacant and a second thought. And uh, the multiplayer, uh, preference-wise, is not for me. Um, but I, I just don't really dig it. So um, for a Call of Duty, I think this is a lower-tier Call of Duty. I'm not a fan of this Call of Duty. Um, and when it comes to what uh, Activision can do, what Call of Duty can be, and what Treyarch is definitely... Uh, more than capable of doing, I think it's below the standard of what Call of Duty should be. Um, but again, I uh, accept and acknowledge the caveat that this game is a Franken-Cod and uh, really should have been planned better and executed better. Uh, I think Sledgehammer deserved better when it comes to this game, and I think Treyarch uh, deserved better than to adopt a half-made game, um, and it shows. So, yeah, uh, I blame Activision like most people would about anything that has to do with Activision. And yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a C. It's not, it's not a good COD for me personally. If you love it, I'm happy for you. All right. Anything else? Let us know in the comments what you guys think about Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Is this your favorite Call of Duty? Is this your least favorite Call of Duty or somewhere in between? What's your favorite part of this? Do you like the campaign? Do you like the multiplayer? Do you like the zombies mode? I know a lot of people like the zombies mode. It's not for me. Um, and uh, yeah, what uh, what stood out to you in this game? Uh, what's your favorite Call of Duty? What do you think about where Call of Duty's going? We could I could do a whole episode on that. Um, in terms of do you like where modern warfare is going in terms of leading call of duty or do you like this attempt at an old school call of duty even though older old school call of duties weren't anything like this and uh where do you want call of duty to go and do you like call of duty maybe someone like fuck call of duty let me know everything you think about in the comments below when it comes to call of duty black ops cold war last game we played in july was alan wake remastered which uh, is a third-person, uh, psychological, horror-themed 
third-person shooter. I think I said third-person already. Um, we play as an author, Alan Wake, who essentially uh, has writer's block, goes to uh, our great state of Washington State to uh, relax. And while he is there, he's thrust into a... Um, I don't want to give anything away, but uh, uh, a horror-themed scenario where uh, his girlfriend, I think it's his girlfriend, I don't think they're married, girlfriend is uh, abducted, and he is trying to find her while trying to figure out the uh, secrets of, oh no, what's the lake, Lake Cauldron? Trying to figure out the secrets of the place that he's at, and uh, all the weird things that are happening. The game is a third-person shooter. Um even though Remedy doesn't call it a, a horror game, I think it was their first attempt at that. And uh, yeah, it features a lot of light mechanics. You use a flashlight to weaken enemies and shoot them. You're uh, you know relying on getting underneath lights to keep yourself protected from uh, enemies um, and uh, using flares, all that kind of stuff. And it is a very story-heavy narrative uh, game that is to be expected from remedy because that's what they do is third person shooters with heavy stories um we both played it and i think this is your first time playing it so yep. uh let's go with your impressions of alan wake in july okay um well i'm not really gonna have a lot to say about the graphics of the game because it is a uh, a remaster and i didn't play the original so i can't really compare it um and because it's a remaster and not a it's a remaster right not a remake yep. um i think so then uh, it's just a touched up version of an old game. So uh, basically it's just a big pass for me at that point. Uh, <clears throat> so this game feels like to me, uh, I don't know if I'm using the right term for this, but like a giant fever dream. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like early in the beginning, I had fun with one moment and unfortunately it's kind of silly, but, uh, you're taking the ferry over to what is it going to be home and uh, your significant other is trying to get a picture of you with something or someone I can't remember exactly what and I uh, did not move my character <laughs> and hmm. the ferry keeps going and she starts uh, calling you <laughs> uh, no fun stick in the mud basically for not participating in the, the picture she wants to take and eventually gives up and says fine you win uh, I thought that was pretty funny. They even let you uh, be a dick in the game right there. So, yeah, that's uh, there's certain devs that will do stuff like that, yeah. which I always really appreciate that uh, they'll kind of let you have some input on the scenario and yeah. they put the effort in to craft that. So keep your damn photography away from me. No, <laughs> um, no, I just thought it was interesting that uh, you could just mess with with the uh, with it that way. Um, yeah, uh, as far as like the game pro- progression goes, uh, it definitely has a very like uh, story centric vibe to it, uh, which generally I like. Uh, I was kind of struggling with this one just because it, it kind of like dips in and out of like a supernatural thing, um, and then back to reality a lot. And I was feeling kind of lost, and I'm sure that gets explained later. But uh, in the beginning, I was just like, I don't understand why all this like crazy supernatural stuff is happening. And then all of a sudden I am somewhere else. There's people who have uh, finished the game who don't understand what the hell happened. So, and so I, I don't know. It kind of threw me off to be honest. Cause I, I don't, uh, I don't feel like I was getting enough information to kind of carry through that. 
I probably would have been a little more patient with it had I um, enjoyed playing it, but the gameplay mechanics themselves are also kind of like okay. I know it's an older game, so I'm trying not to be too rough on it, but um, like holding a flashlight on a dude so that his shield basically comes down and you can shoot a gun in his direction to hit him um, just wasn't really doing it for me either. So um, the set pieces and stuff like that where, where stuff is happening, uh, I did think was pretty cool. Uh, they did a good job, uh, especially for the time, I'd say. Uh, kind of like making all this crazy stuff happen with the environment or like being in a house with a, a dude who runs into it with a vehicle uh I don't remember if it was a tractor or whatever, but mm. he runs right into it and, you know, pushes you down or, you know, in the house, which I thought was pretty crazy, uh, set piece to go through, uh, especially the, for the time. Yeah. The, the junkyard and I'm not blaming it. It's an older game. Uh, literally just feels like a labyrinth, uh, that someone just put a car, car pictures on. Um, uh, but it is an old game. So I'm trying not to be too judgmental about like the looks and stuff like that. Uh, cause you know, in his time, I'm sure it looked good. Um, so I think it was a smaller game at the time, even then. So no, it was uh, it was actually a game that was hyped for a long time before it came out. It was uh, at the time like a really good looking game, mm, pushing okay. graphics. And uh, then by the time it was supposed to come out, it got delayed and delayed and delayed, and then people started forgetting about it. And by the time it came out, you could still really see they put why it got delayed. They put a lot of work into it, but by the time it came out, it kind of had already depreciated a bit. Wow. Okay. Um, and so like the game based off its release date is already pretty old, but when it should have came out, the game is even older feeling, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And then other than that, uh, I kind of got annoyed when you go to the diner to get the key to the place mm-hmm. and you're supposed to meet a guy and you just trust some random old lady, uh, without asking very many questions and grabbing a key and leaving. That was kind of frustrating, but I get it. It's a catalyst to push the story forward. Uh, but then, yeah, the guy comes out later and he's got the key. I was like, oh, okay. So there's, you know, someone getting involved in, in whatever's about to happen to me here. Uh, yeah. And then I stopped playing right after. I think you do you start the generator or. I don't know. You're, she screams in the house, and then you, you, you like go back in for her or whatever. And then I was just kind of done with the game at that point. So I didn't get like super far, but enough to get kind of get a general idea. Um, I mean, for the most part, it was pretty fine. It's not my type of game at all. Um, I also am just not really into like horror theme stuff or thriller or anything like that. Um, and the gameplay mechanics were okay for me. So yeah. Um, I was really happy to return this game. I love this game. Um, I played it when it came out and it was a game I was hyped for and because of the delay, it didn't get the reception it should have. Um, but for the people who did play, um, I think mostly people really dug it. It's got a cult following now, uh, and we're finally getting Alan Wick two, which is so dope. Um, so coming back to it, um, was really interesting because uh it it's a it's still a really great game but it is starting to age um in some ways um but i i am overlooking a lot of that because i still love so much 
what they did with this game at the time and the story. Um, so I think the story of this game, cause I have beaten it in the past, um, for anyone who's curious, I got probably about halfway through the game, um, this, this last month. So I did play it quite a bit. Um, and kind of got to uh, reinvest myself in, in the world. Um, and knowing how it ends, it was just interesting kind of playing through it and kind of building up to that. And especially now having played Control and kind of knowing more about the world this exists in now, uh, it's, it, it, it's a different experience, which is interesting. Um, so let's talk about the game. Uh, the graphics, I, th- I still think, look, re- look really good. It's a remaster, so of course they've been touched up. Um, and I guess they did touch up the faces because they were more stiff back in the day, and I think they still look pretty stiff. So um, I would be curious to see uh, what the original game looks like now. But this is from the people who made the original Max Payne 1 and 2, which just had faces stamped on a, on a character model's body. So um, not known for their facial work, even though nowadays I would argue uh, they are. Um, and it's weird because the game looks clean very clean i think remedy always has made very clean looking games max Payne back in the day was really clean looking it is starting to look a little dated but what's interesting is you can still see that remedy philosophy in in game design uh max Payne had it this game has it quantum break has has it control has it they make third person shooters with some kind of specific mechanic uh whether it's bullet time um light or uh, in control you know being able to move objects or levitate um they're all fairly similar um and it's just interesting playing through this and just kind of seeing so much of that uh dna that uh is still in their games now but even in the past if everything has physics all the tables move everything on the tables move um chairs move uh doors open uh, when you walk into them, it's just, it's, it's interesting how remedy has always kind of made the same style game, but offered mechanics that change up the whole experience to the point where you're not just playing the same game. Um, the game takes place in the Pacific Northwest and I like that it does that cause we don't get a whole lot of games like that. I always, you know, acknowledge that when I do play a game like that, because we live in the Pacific Northwest. So it's always kind of nice to see other people's interpretation of, you know, home. Um, and I think it makes a really good, um, backdrop to this thriller. Um, that's definitely inspired by twin peaks. Um, it has a lot of things that remind me of it. Um, and yeah, so I, I really enjoy the atmosphere of the game. I think it makes a, a perfect setting for what they're telling, especially the idea of this, uh, author with writer's block, um, who, uh, is basically crafting uh, this, this uh, I don't talk about it too much. I, I, I could spoil it, I guess, but for anybody who maybe is playing it this month on PlayStation Plus, um, I don't want to ruin it for you. But um, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a good backdrop and, and scenario for, for the story to take place. Um, the gameplay is still a lot of fun for me, but one thing that I, I appreciate but think doesn't work well now in terms of uh, modern games is <laughs> oh god um the flashlight being your reticle is is weird but i also think it's was a neat idea um 
the flashlight mechanic is good. So in this game, in case you don't know, uh, a lot of the enemies, you have to either uh, just point your reticle, which is your flashlight, at somebody, um, and it slowly starts taking away their shields, or you can aim it at them, use your battery, but then knock their shields down faster. And in situations where you have a bunch of enemies attacking you, sometimes you choose to do that. Other times, I'll just kind of ambiently keep my flashlight on someone while I'm running from them to slowly dwindle their their uh, shield down and then uh, you know shoot them and drop them quick. Um, and I love that mechanic, especially when you turn on lights, generators, you destroy people, you got a flare gun, you shoot it, it weakens them or they run or whatever. A lot of really cool stuff there, but um, because you can tell that the character model's here and your reticle's here and then the flashlight is connecting your guy's gun to where you're gonna be shooting, it feels really weird and off and loose um, in a modern sense. So. Hopefully I'm conveying that I really appreciate what they did and I love it because I love the game, but it doesn't feel as tight as it could be. And I know Alan Wake 2 is not going to feel like this. Alan Wake 2 is probably going to play just like Control in terms of like how how you shoot, but still have a flashlight mechanic, I would assume. I don't know, but I know it's not going to have this. This is definitely an experiment they tried and at the time was a great and interesting idea that just has not aged well. So um Love the flashlight mechanic. The aiming feels weird. Another thing I uh, am going to criticize is this game allows you to switch shoulders, which every third-person shooter should do, but it auto-resets back to the left side, which I fucking hate um, because I typically prefer to be over the right side anyway, and you can switch over to the right side, but if you switch over to the right side and keep playing, it slowly pulls over to the left again, and I'm so I'm like constantly pulling over to the right. Um, Actually, a little side note, something that a lot of games do, if not pretty much all of them, I hate anytime because I don't like the camera always seems to like point like this almost like you're looking down a little bit and I always want to pull it up and look more like up mm-hmm. and then it slowly will just go back down almost yeah. every game and I hate it. Yeah. So just wherever I put the camera, let it stay there. So. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, me. a lot of games have that. Uh, I forget what's called, but it's like a reticle reset thing. Yeah, I freaking um, hate it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, a couple criticisms. So I'm not just you know talking this game up. Um, I think this game is aged, and you can tell. But I think it's aging um, in in a in a respectable way because it did a lot of things ahead of its time, and the gaming uh, landscape didn't go in that direction. Um, but a couple things it did that were definitely ahead of its time is its storytelling, uh, its set pieces, its uh, writing. Um, even though some of the characters, uh, the actors, are not that amazing, they're not that great, uh, I think the writing is really good. Um, and that's no surprise. Remedy has always been, Sam Lake has always been really good at writing uh, great narratives, great stories, great characters. Um, and this game's no different. I actually really love the story of this. Um, and if you haven't finished it, you should, um, especially the way this game ends. Um, really makes me excited for Alan Wick 2 and what they do with it, um, especially in the in the concept of the way he's writing and affecting everything around him, but then possibly somebody else's writing this. So there's a lot of meta stuff. And then the connection of, of control and how this isn't an isolated incident um, and that they're looking for, for Alan Wake. It's uh, it's going to be really excited for Alan Wake too, but uh, playing the game again and uh, having the story unfold um, 
and knowing where it goes, just, uh, I really appreciated it. It's, it's a really cool story. Um, and, uh, I'm really excited for Alan Wake too. Um, yeah, so gameplay is still fun, but the, just a couple things are off, like the reticle and, and the shoulder changing. Uh, voice acting is hit or miss. Um, I think the guy who plays Alan Wake does a good job, but some of the other characters are kind of uh, his friend. I forgot his fucking friend's name. His manager. His He's so ridiculous. I uh, I was playing it this time around. I was like, is he supposed to be likable? I don't think he's likable in any way. Um they just tell you, like, oh, yeah, they're buddies. I'm like, okay, yeah, but he's, like, as a character, not likable in any way. But uh, we'll see how they handle that um, moving forward in Alan Wake 2. But, uh, but yeah, uh, let's see. Story's cool. The episodic nature of the game is interesting as well, and I like the way they do it in this as opposed to Quantum Break. I, I'm just talking about Remedy games at this point. Um, but I think they executed it well. Also, uh, this game has uh, a Nick Cave song in it, which is also... Uh, very cool, but that's just a personal thing for me. Um, yeah, I enjoyed playing it this month, uh, and I went from playing it because I have to to kind of check things out to just playing it because I like this game a lot. Um, the remaster seems to be good. The graphics are good. Everything's clean looking, and uh, yeah, some of the gameplay is a little dated, but respectfully dated. Um, story's still great, and... Uh, I think it's really smart for them to release this on PlayStation Plus because Alan Wake 2 comes out this year and this is giving uh, people like me a refresher on the story of Alan Wake and a reappreciation of the story of Alan Wake, but also it's introducing it possibly to people who did not play this game before in the most modern way that they have released it, which is a remaster, which I think they did a good job on remastering it. Um, so yeah, solid game. Really enjoyed playing it. Probably, probably will try to finish it before Alan Wake 2 comes out, though... I barely have time to play the games I really want to play as well, so we'll see if that happens. I also want to go back and play Control um, because I'm just like reinvested in the world of uh, Alan Wake. So, yeah, I uh, really enjoyed it. Great game. Got some problems, but uh, only because it's an older game. That's it. Uh, yeah, anything else? Jump into recommendations. I will jump in first. If you like any of the Remedy games and for some reason you didn't play Alan Wake, you, this is a must play. Um, it's a really good game, um, even with some of its outdated uh, stuff. Um, the story's really good, and uh, if you appreciate Control, we're looking forward to Alan Wake 2. For some reason, I haven't played this. I would play it um, to get more from from that universe. Uh, if you like third-person shooters, or... Uh, yeah, if you like third-person shooters uh, that are story-heavy, I would recommend this to you for sure. Um if you like horror games, I don't know if I would fully recommend it to you because it's not really scary, but it is darker themed and a thriller. So uh, if you like darker themed stories, things that are horror themed, I think you might dig this. Um, if you like uh, story heavy games, narrative heavy games, um, Remedy's really good at telling stories. So I would recommend all of their games, but this game in particular. Um, just because the story is really interesting and will have you thinking by the end of it, which is uh, good. Um, let's see. I don't know what else I could really recommend. It's a third-person shooter with a good story. Um, set pieces. If you appreciate games that have like big set pieces and crazy stuff that happens story-wise uh, in terms of visuals, um, I would recommend it as well. If you like Twin Peaks, if you like the PNW, if you... Uh, if you like all that stuff, check it out. Okay, 
recommendations to add to that? I don't think so. All right. Um, who did that impressions first? You? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna grade it. I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it a solid A. Um, I even with its weaknesses, really appreciate a lot of this game. Um, uh, the gameplay's fun for me still. The story's awesome. The writing's good. Um, it has me pumped for a game that uh, that I didn't think would come out. Um, I think it's been like 10 years or so since this came out, so uh, kind of crazy. And uh, yeah, I can overlook some of the issues, even though they're kind of annoying, like the shoulder thing, the reticle thing. But uh, the light mechanic is a lot of fun for me. And um, Remedy just makes really solid uh, third-person shooters. So yeah, um, a bit biased, but A. Um, I'm going to give it the <laughs> B minus. I am feeling it. Uh, <laughs> just triple B minus. It's kind of that, that kind of month for me. I like all yeah. the games were like fine for me, uh, but I didn't like love or hate really them either. They were just whatever. Uh, I kind of feel the same way about this game. Uh, I appreciate some of the stuff it's done. Uh, it, it did, I should say, uh, when it came out, but I also um, just was not invested playing it. So uh, it's hard for me to be like excited for it in that regard. Mm. Um, you know, when I hear about you talk about all the like the connective tissue between it and the other games and stuff like that, I like I definitely appreciate that kind of stuff. I think it's a, a good sign of like um, not just writing, which is like uh, world building in general, which uh, is fun for sure. Uh, but uh, I've played three of their games now and I just can't seem to really get into them. So um, I just don't know if what I'm the audience control this and what else I played a little bit of quantum break. So. Oh yeah. That's their weakest game. So. I, people disliked it. I thought it was okay. Um, but yeah, I, I bought control because I wanted uh, at the time an RTX game. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I didn't get very far. I'll just put it that way. So, uh, yeah, I just don't think they make games for me, which is fine. Cause I didn't play. Uh, oh, I tried Max Payne back in the day too. And I love. It does nothing for me. Love so. Max Payne. Yeah. I even like Max Payne three, and that was made by Rockstar. But yeah. Um, that being said, you know, like I said, there's cool set pieces. I like some of the stuff they did in that regard, and um, it is a full, you know, voice acted game, which you know is common now, but wasn't. So um, I appreciate that. So B minus. Yes. All right, fair enough. And uh, to be fair, it'd be hard for you to get invested enough to get through the story and possibly appreciate it because the gameplay and uh, and you know the the darker elements are not appealing to you, so um, you can't really get invested in it. So makes sense. Yeah. Um, although uh, I feel like I should tell you the story at some point because it's pretty neat, but um, but we'll save that for another time. Um, yeah, so B minus and an A. Uh, I think both definitely fair grades. Um, so yeah, let us know in the comments what you guys think of Alan Wake Remastered. Uh, what's your favorite parts of it? Maybe you disliked it. Why you dislike it? Is this your first time playing Alan Wake or are you returning to it? Um, and uh, we think about the uh, outdated nature of some of its um, design. Um, or maybe you don't feel like that at all. Maybe you're okay with uh, uh, the shoulder being locked to one side or you still really like the way the uh, the reticle flashlight 
um, feels. And uh, what's your favorite remedy game? That's a question I'll throw you guys. Um, I think gameplay-wise, Control is my favorite remedy game. Story-wise, I think Alan Wake is my favorite. So, um, yeah, I'll throw that out there. But, yeah, um, I think that's everything. So uh, that's going to do for this episode of uh, Plus Club. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on our socials and streams. Link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time on our Discord. Link down below as well. And we have a uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and the podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us in audio form, and we have a Patreon. If you'd like to support the channel more than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing for brand new, also have a TikTok where I post more uh, in the moment topical shorts over there that I can't post here for some reason. And so if you're interested in uh, short form uh, news and opinions, check out my TikTok, link down below. I've been Seth. This has been Chevy. Thank you for joining me, Chevy, uh, and having this conversation. I'll talk to you soon when it comes to Final Fantasy 16. And thank you guys for joining us for this conversation as well. But until next episode, have a good one, guys, and take it easy.